as the Pittsburgh Steelers resume practice on Monday after their preseason finale against the Panthers on Friday, they're getting ready to probably make some moves on the waiver wire. Which positions are the most important to be targeted by Kevin Colbert after the Steelers had an entire training camp and preseason to evaluate their players? I'll go over that right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. And remember, on the Locked On NFL podcast, we are previewing every team in every division with the help of Odyssey's lineup of NFL experts through September 8th. There are preview episodes on the feed that you can get to listen to right now by following the Locked On NFL Today on your Odyssey app or wherever ever you get your podcast. Again, I'm Chris Carter here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're getting through it, as always. Remember, if you want to subscribe to this show, you can get us on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Odyssey. Uh, you get us all different ways. If you rate us five stars with a positive comment on Apple Podcasts, you get a special shout-out at the end of the show. Subscribing to our YouTube channel really helps as well. Now, let's get down to business, because the top thing I wanted to go over with you all is... You know, everyone's going to be looking at, oh, you know, what, roster cuts. And we'll get to roster cuts in a minute. They've already made some. We'll address that in the second segment. But to me, the biggest concern now is the Steelers need to scope out and find where there might be a diamond in the rough amongst the waiver wire as teams are making these cuts. Now, for those who might not understand, as the NFL preseason comes to a close, everyone has until Tuesday, August 31st at 4 p.m. to announce their 53-man roster, which means all the guys that didn't make that roster, they then hit the waivers. Usually what happens is most of those guys go unclaimed by all the other teams in the NFL, and then they can get signed to the practice squad of the Steelers to keep them you know, with you so you can practice with them, call them up, et cetera, et cetera. So... That's the, what the Steelers you know, have to do on their end is make sure that a lot of their guys that they do cut don't get signed by other teams so that they can keep the ones that they want to keep around. But the, on the flip side, this gives you an opportunity to look at who you might be, be able to sign that other teams weren't able to keep. You know, there's tough cuts all around. Like, you know, everyone's looking at the Steelers and they're thinking like, man, like Matthew Sexton or, you know, Cody White or some of those receivers that everyone was really excited about. Maybe there's a team that needs a fifth wide receiver and they're thinking, you know what, we could use a speedster like Sexton or we could use a guy who flashed some playmaking ability like Rico Bussey. Those are the type of things that you can see. Um, so what are those positions that the Steelers should target? Because it's it's kind of a waste of time to look at the waiver wire immediately and say, oh, they should go get this guy because you never know who's going to come out. But it's important to look at what are the positions that the Steelers should target in the waiver wire. What I believe has jumped to priority is the offensive tackle position. Now, it was always something to keep an eye on. It was always something that you wanted to monitor. But you know, everyone was more concerned with off-ball linebacker until they signed Joe Schobert. Everyone was more concerned about, you know, the cornerback position, you know, maybe the edge rusher position before they get, they signed Melvin Ingram. But it's clear that offensive tackle is kind of that extra spot that we're talking about here. And why? Well, we haven't gotten to see too much greatness from these from the offensive tackles. Now, Zach Banner played 12 plays in the preseason. He looked good in doing them. If he's healthy and ready to go for the season, more power to him, and that's what you want to see out of Zach Banner. He, he, he'll be ready to go. If he's ready to go, that, that's right tackle. You got that locked down. 
But Shakuma Korfor did not look all that good in the preseason, just being frank with you. There were a lot of plays that, that, that he missed, times where you're like, ooh, that was bad, um, and he didn't really, really fill out there. Now, the Steelers still seem content with him at least – being the guy over Dan Moore Jr. I know a lot of Steelers fans are like, what are you doing? It's, it's Dan Moore Jr. He had a much better preseason than Okorafor. Again, I remind you, veterans, when you're going, it's different in the preseason when, you know, in the preseason, Mike Tomlin says this all the time, players do not, you know, they're, they're more focused on what their what their own assignments are, what their own game plan is, and less with what the other team is trying to do. But when you get to the regular season, Every week, there's a new game plan, a new study that you got to do of each team every week, and it is tough to keep up with that NFL pace uh, when in your in your rookie year. Heck, T.J. Watt went through that when he was a when he was a, a rookie for the uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers back in 2017. He started out on fire, and you were like, "Whoa, like this is amazing!" But then he cooled off after a while, and you're like, "Huh?" Well, then in that second year, you saw him more used to the NFL pace, and he adjusted to it, and you saw him continue to grow from that. It's what you see out a lot of NFL rookies. So. The reason why they may they may not be just thrusting Dan Moore into the starting one of the starting tackle positions yet is because they're uh, they they want to make sure that he can handle the NFL pace and an offensive tackle as you know they're protecting Ben Roethlisberger and Najee Harris two very important players that cannot be afford to be hurt this year they they, they might want to play it safer with a core four in that he'll be ready to do those things now again I'm not saying that a core four has stood out and and, and definitely said bang I'm your man. But this is why I say offensive tackle might be your waiver wire spot. If there's an offensive tackle you feel like is an NFL caliber guy and a little bit more physical and plays that way, maybe they look and sign him. Because right now you're looking at your offensive tackles being uh, Zach Banner, Chikuma Korfor, Dan Moore Jr., and Haig. Haig really hasn't shown you much. So what, you know, if, if you could go get another NFL tackle, you know, because the other thought here is, what if one of these guys go down and then you're like, oh, snap, now you're really you're really down a man. And Dan Moore Jr., he's not just the swing tackle anymore. He's got to fit in a spot. He's already admitted it out in public he's not as comfortable with right tackle yet. And is, do you want Haig to be your guy? That's where I can see this, this coming to place. Now, another position uh, of concern here will actually still be off-ball linebacker. My opinion, uh, Joe Schobert, Devin Bush, going to play a ton this year. But there's 17 games in the regular season now. And that means that they're probably going to have to deal with a couple games where one of them are hurt, maybe even both of them. And I'm not saying that definitely both of them, but I'm saying they might want to get another off-ball linebacker who's better than Robert Spillane. Because Spillane, we were all excited about him last year, had a big hit on Derrick Henry, had a nice pick six on Lamar Jackson, had some good plays here and there, looked like he was fitting in in the defense, but he was in a role. And now we've seen that when he's kind of isolated and the offense knows his weaknesses out there, they're picking at him. I mean, heck, the third stringers for the Panthers were picking at him. That's not good. Now, Spillane can stay on the team. He's a special teamer. He's still physical. You want him to grow from it. But you may need to go get yourself somebody else to back up Schobert and Bush in case one of them goes down. Even if it's not for a whole game, if it's for a quarter, that stuff can really hurt you. So uh, linebacker is a concern. There's another position that I think is a concern is cornerback, but not in the way that we've been talking about it the entire time. I'm going to get that to that later in the show, though, because I want to talk to you guys about the roster cuts that happened over the weekend. Before I talk to you about those roster cuts, I got to tell you about one of our new sponsors, North One. North One is the better banking for, for small business owners solution because serving small business owners is all that they do. North One allows you to manage your money from 
anywhere, whether you're at home or on the go, everything you need to manage your business finances is at your fingertips. You'll never step foot in a bank branch again. In addition to the features you'd expect, like mobile check deposit, cash withdrawals, the ability to send and receive ACH and wire payments, North One is also an FDIC-insured account that can save you both time and money. North One integrates with all the accounting software you already use, saving you hours of manual bookkeeping. And with North One's envelope feature, you can automatically budget and save for some, for things like rent, payroll, taxes, and more. With North One, you'll never pay overdraft for NSF fees again, saving you hundreds of dollars per month. To get started, visit apply.northone.com slash locked. Again, that's apply.northone.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D. North One business banking made for America. And of course, we're also sponsored by betonline.ag. It's that time of the year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron ready to start the season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for for all the pro uh, pro football and college football action this season. Get all the updates on odds, props, contests, including the half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open right now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. That's make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose... Your wager will be refunded up to $25. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, from football, basketball, to boxing, right down to horse racing. Don't wait and take advantage of all these great offers available for the 2021 season at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We're keeping it rolling here. When we do back-to-back ad reads, we keep it rolling here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Now, we'll get back to cornerback in a minute. But I wanted to talk to you guys about the, the cuts that, that have been announced already. Now, the Steelers have trimmed it more. I believe they have 17 more players that they need to cut to make their 53-man roster. But these are the eight players that were cut. And, you know, we wanted to talk about who these players were, how they how they did, and, you know, whether or not maybe their practice squad guys that you want to bring back. Uh, th- those names were running back Tony Brooks-James, cornerback Sh- Shakur Brown, defensive tackle TJ Carter, wide receiver Anthony Johnson, cornerback La- Lafayette Pitts, uh, guard Malcolm Bridgeton, uh, wide receiver Matthew Sexton, safety Lamont Wade. Now, probably the name that pops off to everyone immediately is Matthew Sexton because let's face it, this guy was looking really good throughout training camp and preseason. He was he was fielding punts, he was really fast, runs a sub 4 4 speed, you know, was making plays in training camp, made a couple really good returns in the first two or first three preseason games. And then disaster struck in this final preseason game when he bobbled a snap. And I said this in my bonus episode that I put on YouTube and on our podcast channel for, for Saturday, at, you know, just reviewing the game from Friday. But, I mean, that's just how hard it is to make the NFL. Matthew Sexton ran, ran a, a, a sub 4-4. He's, he's a lightning in a bottle on the NFL field. He had a really good training camp, a really good couple preseason games, really good returns, and two bobbled or two muffed punts, and he's cut amongst the first eight that that go after that last preseason game. That's how hard it is to make the NFL. That's why these guys are such amazing athletes and all the competition is fierce. And it's also why you'll watch those preseason games because that's when you learn the stories of those guys that didn't make it. And they're still phenomenal athletes. It's just you got to be the cream of the crop to to even be on an NFL roster. Now, 
other guys that may jump out, Shakur Brown, a slot cornerback that, you know, back in draft season, if you remember way back in March when everyone was projecting who should go where, Shakur Brown was one of those guys that people were saying, oh, yeah, mid-round slot cornerback. He'll fit right in. He'll make that happen. And then he went undrafted, and the Steelers got him undrafted, and it was like, whoa, that's a steal. Wow, you got Shakur Brown, and now he's cut. Now, I will say this, Shakur Brown, I don't think he did anything poorly but it was just a matter of you didn't make an impact as a rookie in the slot um Antoine Brooks you know got cut because he was injured or he, you know he's going to be on injuries or they're, or they're working that out Arthur Marlette you didn't do anything to really you know push the veteran per se and he's the guy that's still on the roster but Shakur Brown is a purebred slot cornerback and you didn't see enough out of him I expect him to be practice squad guy and to be a guy that they keep around and to see if you know if he can grow from there but that's just a you know it's again it's just a really tough spot you only have so many opportunities in training camp and preseason to make a true mark for yourself and if you're not making you know being explosive and making those splash plays or making your your presence felt on the field more times than not then you're going to get pushed to the back you know that's something that mike hilton did i remember i was there for his 2017 uh, uh, uh training camp practices when he would go fly all over the field and he'd be making tackles making breakups and every time you make a break he'd say i'm too small coach and mike tom and like after like the fifth time of hearing he's like all right mike hilton we hear you you're too small but the fact was that he had to keep seeing him because he kept making plays core brown just didn't get to do that this offseason or this this, pre, this preseason, we'll see if he gets to bounce back in his career. Other guys here, T.J. Carter, a guy they signed, you know, in the middle of March. It was kind of a you know a nothing signing, and just the, the defensive line is just too stacked. I'm sorry, you know, you know there's going to be a lot of that. Tony Brooks, James, you know, an interesting running back option who you know they were hoping could get some special teams, but again, no, no surprise there. Anthony Johnson, I thought. Uh, did well enough in these preseason games. He got open, made some good catches, was doing well in, in training camp practices. But again, loaded wide receiver room. What are you going to do? Matthew Sexton didn't make it. That means you're not making it. Cody White's still out there looking like he's battling for the fifth spot. But I still think that's going to Ray Ray McLeod, even though he did have a rough Friday night. Um, Lafayette Pitts, a former Pitt, Pitt guy. Um, actually, you know, crazy enough with Lafayette Pitts being his name. But uh, him him being there, no surprise there. No surprise with Malcolm Pridgen at, at guard. And uh, the, the, the safety option, Lamont Wade, you know, Lamont Wade, a guy that a lot of people were excited about, Penn State guy, you know, from the, you know, had, had those local ties. But, you know, again, Lamont Wade just didn't get to make enough impact plays. And I couldn't, now the safety room was one place where you could have maybe made more of an impact because there were, you know, there, there were, there were more opportunities there. There's only four guys they're most likely keeping there though, because of the other positions of need. They're really comfortable with Minka Fitzpatrick and Terrell Edmonds. Those guys have been relatively healthy for most of their careers. Um, so not relatively healthy, they've been mostly healthy for most of their careers. So, um, you know, behind them, Miles Killebrew looked like this established backup at strong safety. Trey Norwood looked like a good young free safety that they, they could develop and work around, even though he had a rough time in the slot. But again, he didn't practice much in the slot. So not too surprised there. Uh, but Lamont Wade, just another tough position, another guy that could fight to, to make a uh, practice squad spot. And, you know, maybe if emergency comes, they'll, they'll be called up back, back then. But you see all those cuts happen. Shakur Brown, there's something interesting about the cornerback position because I want to get into this in the third segment more, but you know, going into even before the first preseason game, even after the, the, the first couple preseason games, all Steelers fans have been talking about is, man, can they trade for Stephon Gilmore, Patrick Peterson, or these big-name cornerbacks? I'm going to get to just in a minute here why that isn't the move, but maybe there's another type of move coming here for the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, to add to that cornerback room. Before we do that, i got to talk to you guys about one of our newer sponsors, DirecTV Stream. 
Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends logging for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again and the best part there's no annual contract so get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your tv together with direct tv stream you can learn more at directtv.com again that's directtv.com compatible device required content content varies by package and of course we're also sponsored by built bar if you want a healthy treat that tastes like a candy bar built bar is the protein bar for you it's the official protein bar for the u.s track and field team and it comes in so many different flavors whether you want a fruity snack like raspberry strawberry or orange or something different like salted caramel cookies and cream rocky road or my personal favorite double chocolate built bar has so many flavors to enjoy and the best part they're all healthy they range from 130 to 180 calories 17 to 18 grams of protein but they only pack four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs that's a tasty and healthy snack that'll save you from eating that snack you'll get later and stay on task with anyone's diet order today and get your favorite flavor delivered right to your door by going to built.com and use the promo code locked 15 to get you to get 15 off your next order again that pro, that's promo code locked 15 l-o-c-k-e-d-1-5 all capital letters all one word for 15 off at built.com and like i said when we do back-to-back ad reads we keep it rolling here in the locked on steelers podcast let's let's get back to this cornerback position because i I teased this in both segments i wanted to get to the final segment here about the cornerback spot now again going into this preseason with steven nelson gone and mike hilton gone everyone's like oh the steelers you gotta go get uh, a a cornerback another cornerback somewhere because cam sutton maybe you want him in the slot but i think the steelers are a little bit more comfortable with their depth than most people might think and they kind of alluded to this in minicamp when they were saying, you know, there's some positions that we're a little deeper than people give us credit for. And I think that they were maybe hinting at cornerback. Now, I will say this, you know, through the first couple of weeks of training camp, I was like, man, cornerback, you kidding me? Because, I mean, I- I'm all for James Pierre, Cam Sutton, Joe Hayden, but Justin Lane was not looking good. You didn't know what you had in Antoine Brooks because he was hurt. Arthur Marlette, you weren't sure what was going on with him. Um, you were still evaluating him. And then you had like Mark Gilbert, who, you know, good job for what you did. But again, you have very few known commodities in that cornerback room. But I will say this. I do think that Cameron Sutton and James Pierre have established themselves as your two and three options on the field next to Joe Hayden at the cornerback spot. And I do think that, you know, uh, you know, they'll see if Arthur Marlette, he had an ankle injury. He's supposed to come back. Mike Tomlin said last week, uh, at the start of week, other uh, week of practice that he was day to day with his injury. We'll see if that holds up. Um, but, uh, you know, if, if he, if he is, I can see Sutton taking a lot more snaps in the slot and Pierre lining up outside and getting the start at the outside cornerback position when they ever, whenever they go nickel. Um, so that's something there. I will also say Justin Lane really came on strong and I've said this, you know, for the past couple of weeks, he's looked better and better and better. I thought in those last two preseason games, good job, Justin Lane, you know, not, not immaculate, not, you know, game changer, not, oh, start him right now, but hey, man, you showed me what you need, what you show me, you improved that you had some rough couple days, and I, I talked about this in the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast and DK Pittsburgh Sports, but, uh, you know, one thing that I often look for 
in uh, in, in players is when you have a rough day, and this is something Mike Tomlin and all coaches look for because I've heard them talk about this, but when you have a rough day, when you, the dirt's kicked in your face, you lose battles and you're embarrassed, how do you respond from that? Do you curl up in a ball? Do you do you respond with it? Or do you go out there and you go back to reading your keys and making sure you're doing your assignment to the best of your ability and still firing off at 100%, even if you might lose the next play? I thought Justin Lane did that, and that's why they're comfortable with him there. He also contributes on special teams. They're fine with that. Now, where – I still see there being a need, you know, again, back to this waiver wire situation, offensive tackle, off ball linebacker, I think are bigger needs right now, but where a cornerback could still be an option is if they see a better slot option than Arthur Mollett. If the guy gets cut and you're like, Whoa, we liked that guy. And we we never got a chance at him. That might be the move here, but I don't see any big, big move coming at cornerback, you know, as far as trading to get that guy, in, over the next couple of weeks. Now, of course, we're still waiting to hear about the TJ Watt extension. It should be any day now from what we've heard from according to Jerry Dulac and other people, uh, other people that, that have reported it. But um, we'll see what then happens and what the money is after that and what money the Steelers want to spend. But the bottom line is cornerback, cornerback, cornerback. If you're going to get hit this waiver wire cheap and in the slot. I'm, I'm still saying offensive tackle linebacker might be top priorities, but they need to be looking around because they're in a position where if Cam Sutton goes down, the slot is a problem. And then you start to wonder, okay, who do we line up there? Cause train nowhere to get, didn't look too good there. Um, if Arthur Mullet's down and Cam Sutton's down, that, that, that's a tight spot because then that slot cornerback becomes a major position of need. I know that they were moving Joe Schobert out, out to help out in that slot area when there was a tight end there, but you don't want him doing against that, get that against receivers. So if there's a waiver move to go get a cornerback, I perceive it will be a slot option, not an outside guy, not a top tier guy, just a cheaper guy that can be like, hey, you know what? You got NFL experience. We know you have that NFL pedigree. We're putting you here. Plug and play. Let's rock. Um, and then maybe they'll see when Antoine Brooks gets healthy again, if he can play that position the way that they were hoping he would. Because, again, he was the front runner for that position. And it looked like they were extremely deep at slot because you had Antoine Brooks then Arthur Mollett, then you had Cameron Sutton um, to play around with if all, all if all went to all went worse. So um, that that's my situation here. But again, watch out for the waiver wire. I know that the Steelers are making cuts, but part of those cuts might might be extended by if they sign a guy that another team cuts and they make moves that way. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be keeping you up to date with those cuts as they get announced here um, on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'll be at the I'll be at Steelers practice on Monday, so do check do do do, do stay tuned with my Twitter account at Carter Critiques, where I tweet out you know things that I see here and uh, you know get to know. So if you want to want to keep up with that feed, keep up with that there. You can also follow me on Instagram at Carter Critiques. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe to us. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Odyssey, and of course YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Leave us a five star rating with a positive comment on Apple Podcasts, and you get a special shout-out at the end of the show. Thanks again for watching slash listening to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Be back in your ears tomorrow. More on your first Steelers.